This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And then we were just like, I don't know why this topic came up with him, but we were like, wait, what do you think about Obama? Right? And he goes, Obama, right? He goes, George Bush, thumbs up. We're like, why? It's like, because he got rid of Saddam. Saddam was terrible, you know? And then, so he was like, Obama wants to leave. He's like, you can't leave Iraq. If you leave Iraq, civil war. That's what they said. If if U.S. leaves Iraq, it's gonna... In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I am your host, David So. I have my co-host, Ed Drick <laughs> and, and Ed Park, the yeah. other Ed Park, in the house today. Yes, sir. Yep. And we're twinning. You know what's fucking funny? What? I, I just actually heard about this. I, they actually took it back. But I heard through a bunch of funny tweets and memes mm. that OnlyFans were going to – they were going to block por- por- uh, pornographic uh, stuff. On, why? <laughs> wait, on, on, on Twitter? On OnlyFans. No, only oh, on OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, yeah. I read about they that. They were going to yeah. block like no more pornographic stuff like in the next couple of months. They were just going to yeah, take it all out. That's like, like bread and butter. Yeah, exactly. Like We're making millions of dollars from this. All right, let's block this out. Yeah, why would they do that? I don't understand. I, I, I have no clue. I think they, uh, they were saying – they were – Having a hard time getting investments because people see. Oh like, right, oh, that was trash. the reason. That was the reason. Yeah. yeah. So they want to appear more corporate friendly, but it's like, bro, you have multi million dollar revenue stream already. Why do you need outside? Why? Because they money? want Pampers to fucking <laughs> to sponsor <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah. That's this like, girl is fucking choking on a dick, yeah, and then a Pampers ad comes yeah. down. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? That's like some fetish shit, right there. Like yeah. adults and diapers and but shit. But the worst part of that too is like there's absolutely no way that OnlyFans will survive without the pornographic oh, content. Yeah, for sure. Because I didn't even know about OnlyFans until people were sucking dick it's on like it. Synonym- <laughs> yeah, it's like synonymous with explicit content. If you hear OnlyFans, you're thinking, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> they hurt. <laughs> Yeah, somebody up there is trying to get somebody you. Take you out. I take that back. I'm sorry, OnlyFans. Right? Oh, yeah, you guys, you guys are right to make that move, right? I'm sorry. Watch that shit happen again. I know. Yeah. Fuck OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> no, but with like the whole like, you could tell this fucking podcast is janky as fuck. <laughs> but, uh, fucking yeah. So I guess obviously these OnlyFans creators are fucking upset, right? And yeah. I think the funniest shit was just everybody just cracking up. It's like, now they got to pay for that million dollar penthouse. What the fuck they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Spending all their fucking money because OnlyFans girls, they yeah. make a shit ton. They do, man. Oh my God. They make so much guap, like, bro. I, I was uh, DMing with, not DMing like that, this girl's a fan and you know she's pretty popular on, on OnlyFans and I wanted to get her as a podcast guest, but she lives out in Florida. Mm. So... I was just like, hey, just on some real shit. Like, how much do you make a month? Like, you don't have to tell me, right? But I'm just kind of curious just from like, just I I don't know exactly what the revenue stream is, right? And this girl has been doing it now for about seven months, seven, eight months. This girl from Florida, super cute girl. And she originally just started off doing like, uh, like nip slips and like, lingerie stuff and then when she started putting up sex stuff she said her revenue doubled Mm. and just alone on her like nip slip type of shit she was making like 20k to 30k a month and then when she started doing pornographic content that's when it was 50 60k a month damn damn crazy dude and yeah you know when we talk about this like OnlyFans was the equalizer for a lot of people who wanted to go into sex industry but they wanted to control in their own space. Right. They got tired of taking, getting uh, taken advantage of, getting sexually abused and all this yeah. other stuff. So people who wanted to go in, in the sex world who were like amateur porn stars who had a relatively big name, they were getting shoots where they were getting paid like uh, like a couple grand a shoot, like 
Yeah, and then get like three dicks up their butt. <laughs> exactly. You can't walk for work a week. Like eight hours. Yeah, you can't work for like a month because you're sore. Yeah, butt like two, then, three grand, like yeah. whatever. And yeah. it's like, okay, you do that versus you just being Be in your nude. room. Yeah. You know, with masturbate. Some, with, with a genius brain, a neon sign behind you, <laughs> and then jacking off. And then you get paid literally 30 times the amount that you were getting paid before. Yeah, Which yeah. one are you going to do? So OnlyFans for sex workers, anyways, became a way for them to empower themselves. Right. You take this platform off, these people are like, yo, what the fuck? Am I gonna have to go back to doing what else I'm doing? Like what I was doing before. Yeah. People are gonna be upset. I mean, if you're worried about losing your ad base. Your main revenue is about to disappear. Exactly. Who the fuck is on OnlyFans for just regular content? Who? Exactly. <laughs> it's, again, synonymous with fucking sex. So it's like if you take that away, what are they going to – why Why would they stay on that plat? Somebody else is going to come in and fill that void. And they're going <laughs> to yeah. take all of those users hey, away guys, from you. Watch me eat this banana. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to be sexually. Because that's what happened with Tumblr because Tumblr originally right. – was getting bigger and bigger because people were putting pornographic content right. on it. It was I worth like billions. Ridiculous, dude. Yeah. And they cut that out and now Tumblr doesn't even exist. Yeah. People don't uh, even talk about it. Yeah, I know. Because nobody's going to go on Tumblr for your fucking poetry. Yeah, The yeah. hell you're doing your spoken word shit. It's the like fuck are the you talking about? quickest rise and quickest fall with like in recent memory of kind of like a social media platform. Right. Know? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was kind of nuts. Like, because I remember when they talked about Tumblr of removing pornographic content. I actually didn't know that Tumblr had pornographic content. It's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, free search engine. <laughs> no, like the homies were like, bro, like you could find shit on there that's like specifically catered to what you want. Mm. It's on Tumblr. And I'm like, well, thanks for fucking letting <laughs> me know now, guys. It's gone. But I heard they... Um, now they took it back though. They're gonna allow pornographic right. content to stay on because yeah, I they, saw that because they secured the dough. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Some like generous billionaire was like, "No, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I need invest, this. Invest in OnlyFans." <laughs> That's the craziest thing. It's like, why would you do that? Doesn't make any. It's not a moral thing, of course. Yeah. Well, speaking of moral thing, right? Like when we talk about OnlyFans and how it like empowered, you know, both I guess men and women, even though it's predominantly women who are doing this type of content. To not have to rely on these porn companies and just they could just take matters into their own hands, right? Now, from I guess our viewpoint, like society's viewpoint on this, do you think like that type of thing has been kind of normalized in the sense of like, oh, it's all good? Like my homegirl or my homeboy does, you know, they're on only fans and they openly talk about it. Or do you still think there's kind of like that stigma of like, ooh, you know, I don't, I don't really know if I want to be associated with somebody like that. I think it's it's past that for us in our generation, at least. You think so? Yeah, because I don't think anyone gives a fuck about what boomers have to think about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Okay, I mean, because you know, boomers are behind the scene, the ones paying the most on that shit. That's anyway, true, right? right? That, well, first of all, I don't understand who the fuck are the ones that are paying for this type of shit. So like, I pay for an OnlyFans. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay. Just to see. Oh, research purposes. Yeah. For research said. purposes. <laughs> see, no matter what I fucking say, you're going to go there. <laughs> but it wasn't only for research purposes. Uh-huh. Girl was fine as fuck. So yeah. I, I went to see what, what the OnlyFans was, right? Because, yeah. you know, everybody says, oh, I'm one of the top whatever creators. Yeah. So you see this stuff and I, I went on the OnlyFans and it's funny because my accountant's going to see this shit, mm. right? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I looked at her stuff. I was like, okay. What is she doing and what is she getting paid for, right? Mm. I'm like, hmm. It's literally just her just kind of like whatever, playing with herself, finger herself, dildos or whatever. But if you want to see the stuff that you want to see, like her sucking a dick or actually having sex, mm-hmm. you get like a three-second clip. But then you have to pay 25 bucks for the real content. Oh, this is how they make their money. They tease you with that. Right? Huh? Which, you know, it's, it's weird because there's like um, this thing where I know there's a couple of my friends who, who like OnlyFans. They say that… There's girls that they've been following on Instagram for the longest time mm-hmm. that would just do sexy stuff that are finally doing sexual things on OnlyFans. So it's like right. their fantasy and their dreams finally like come true. logical right. next step. You yeah. know, if you're already hypersexualizing yourself, it, it's it's a thin line between that and then going into the next thing. Let me is, ask you something. Yeah. So you guys are with somebody, mm-hmm. right? No, I'm not. Oh, I, you mean right now, currently? Like, let's say you're with somebody right oh, now. Oh, and they're on OnlyFans. <laughs> right. No, they're not yet. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. They're they're fine as fuck. Uh-huh. But, you know, on Instagram, they were always doing, you know, oppa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know? Uh-huh. You know, doing all that type of Some stuff. Daisy yeah. Dukes. <laughs> and then she goes, I want to start an OnlyFans. I'm not going to do, like, sexual things, but I'm going to do, like, half nudity stuff. Are you guys okay with that? Yes or no? 
Probably not. Probably not. Boomer ass. <laughs> no, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because for me, I feel like that when when we when we talk about kind of like getting sexual, that's an intimate thing. And I would like to keep that between me and her. Yeah. Like preferably. But then once it kind of becomes all right, it's open to the public about sharing our sex life, like, you know, our, our naked bodies and all of that. I, I'm just not with it. You know, I'm just not comfortable with it. If if she herself wants to do that, that's all fine and good. But then I probably can't be in a relationship with you then. If, yeah. you, if you want to try to now involve me into that or you're still kind of doing that or you want to jump into that while we're in a relationship together… Yeah, I'd, I'd feel a certain way about it, man. I'm not gonna lie, you know. Is it the the sanctity of it? Like, it's like, hey, that's for. Yeah, what, yeah, us, for sure. Like, me. this dick is for you. <laughs> Vagina <laughs> is for me. You know, um, it's not like me trying to say, oh, I own you or anything like that. You I'm not sexist sure. pig. <laughs> no, no, it's not like that because it goes both ways. Then it's like, yeah, I'm I'm trying to keep my, I guess, sexual stuff. For our intimacy, like when it's just us two, and right. I would kind of want the same in return. It's mm-hmm. just not special anymore. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's not special just because like it's exposed to everybody. I feel like right? that attitude is starting to disappear, though. This idea of kind of keeping things precious between you and somebody else and mm-hmm. keeping things private because everything has to fucking be public now. Your joy, your happiness, your sadness, your depression, your I thoughts, know. your feelings. And it's not even for an entertainment purpose. It's literally just because I feel that I have to tell everybody this truth. Like I have yeah. to let everybody know. <laughs> like my fucking word, dude. But maybe not everyone can do OnlyFans, right? Because yeah. maybe you're a girl and you're like, you know what? There's a lot of money out there. And you go there and you post a bunch of pictures and you make like – you know, 50 bucks a month, <laughs> you know, I think you're going to quit real quick. Well, how about you yeah. guys? You guys need to answer the question too. Would you guys be okay with it? Like, this is hypothetical because I haven't been in this situation. Right, right. But then if I would, I don't know if this is wishful thinking, but then I would think that, you know, all these dudes are salivating over her, but I got her. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way I might feel. Like, mm-hmm. it. Maybe it makes me feel special because I'm with her and none of you guys aren't and you're mm. paying for it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe that maybe that's the hypothetical thought that yeah. I have. Okay. Mm, yeah. That's yeah. a different that's one take. point of view for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, it came, comes along with like having security in uh-huh. that relationship, mm-hmm. knowing like, yeah, all these dudes want her, but they don't got her. Mm-hmm. I got her though. Yeah. Know? Like that's I, I see the opposite though. It's like all these dudes want her and they actually do have her now. Mm, like they have yeah. everything that you had minus that's actually touch. That's it. for me. That's kind of the intimacy thing. Yeah. Is that like, hey, I should only be able to see. It's like I'm with her. It's like that's cool. I saw her fucking exactly. Jacking off. Exactly. Like, there's there's the like there's nothing that's left to the imagination, and as a result, like there's nothing that like builds me up of like oh, it's like well, there's the titties again. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like I mean, I, it could be a lie to myself. <laughs> I'm always about, I got her. I got her. Well, you know, I'm with her. <laughs> You know? She's mine. It's I guess, okay. Why? Yeah. Why you're whacking it off to her contest? <laughs> this is only for me. I mean, you got it's the same question. I would pose a question to a guy dating a porn porn star. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, no, I don't. You think know, I could this do guy it. who has like a ten inch bigger dick than yours. I mean, how do you feel about that? I, I couldn't do it. I, not to mention, like, there is an old school side of me too. It's like if I'm because look. Right now, in my 30s, I'm not necessarily dating to fuck around. It'd be yeah. to like get into a serious relationship, hopefully lead to something more, right? Yeah. How am I going to introduce her to my parents? You know what I mean? There's no way around that. And and or like, I'm not sure your kid is going to find that <laughs> no, old shit. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking part, about, right? Like that's, your kid's in school. Yeah, that's then, what uh, it all kind of progresses into. Saw your mom's into, pussy. Right? <laughs> it's like, okay, your parents. And then like, if we have kids together. And then it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily trying to um judge the person for doing what they do but then at the same time it's like if i can if i know i can avoid yeah major problems that might come up from these type of things then why wouldn't i want to avoid it if if it's going to be a problem for me that i know curveball what she makes a million dollars a year on OnlyFans. that's what i'm saying i got it My voice just went up like three octaves right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why did you say so, bro? What do you mean? I can turn into Mickey Mouse and shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nah, I mean, it, it it would be the same for me. Regard. I mean, you know, I I I was with a, a wealthy girl before. And we, we went yeah, over this. The worst decision of my life. I give this to I so heard that much. One. I heard that episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking so, idiot, dude. You know, it don't matter to me, man, how much money she she's was making. She was so sweet. <laughs> she had gazungas. <laughs> gazungas. Hey, man, but this guy has integrity. <laughs> okay. That's oh, all I got. <laughs> That's all I got left, bro. All he has is fucking his stupid integrity left. He's stupid. Let me tell you this. If I met that girl before Muriel, you best believe <laughs> seven children right now. Immediately. He already would have oh already gosh. had a ring in his pocket. <laughs> Done. I probably wouldn't even have liked her, but she was so sweet and kind. She was very, yeah. very nice. So nice. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, money part doesn't really matter. It's just I want to I want to maintain that what I consider to be intimacy between us two. And I feel like what Ed said, too, is if it's kind of all. Well, no, no, no I'm sorry. What you said, <laughs> if it's all out there, then it's it just kind of tainted. This podcast is brought to you by Candid. Why are your teeth the way they are right now? Huh? Did you brush your teeth with dynamite? Hmm. You're throwing up gang signs with the front two teeth, huh? Looks weird, huh? Plymouth Rockmouth. Listen, while poorly reviewed or insanely priced clear aligner companies use general dentists, Candid only works with orthodontists. With Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is with you from start to finish, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. Your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who is an expert in tooth movement. You can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you or do everything from the comfort and convenience of your home. Candid can help you get the straighter, brighter smile you've always wanted. Right now, you can save $75 on your Candid starter kit when you get to start from home. Or you can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you today. Go to CandidCO.com slash brain and use code brain. That's CandidCO.com slash brain code brain. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. CandidCO.com slash brain code brain. You know, mm. you're a good man. I, I don't know about that. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't, you always choose integrity like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> integrity is like a line that I always like, I don't know, man. It's like, it's fucking, you don't know. I would, I would never know. Let's say if the yeah. girl's making 20 million then. Yeah. Only fans. Nip slips. And well, they, why don't you <laughs> 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 yeah, 20 mil though. That's a lot of fucking money, man. That's like generational wealth right now yeah. she's making 20 you said 20 mil a year or a month a year okay that's year. still a ton of fucking money yeah like it makes a fucking difference <laughs> yeah, yeah i know right all these three poor men in this <laughs> yeah. fucking, in this fucking room nah nah yeah i mean 20 but, but the question of why subscribe to like there's so much of it for fucking free I, that, that's what i'm that's why i asked who pays for this shit it's, i can it's it's for the mystique like it's oh, like the people who true. do the best that's true it's the instagram that's girl true. that's that true right over. that's true right. that's a separation between like a porn star and just like your next door you know this, it might be somebody you know and the creators who actually do really well on it because i had a girl um Cat Lee, shout out to the homegirl Cat Lee. She does an OnlyFans and mm-hmm. she makes a lot of money too she's pretty good on it mm-hmm. she says it's the relationship that you develop with people on that platform so like there's interaction be, yeah they even have like these these generic messages that go straight to them it's like hey baby it's so glad that you're here on my only fans because i got uh, the one that got sent to me it's mm-hmm. like if you want any personal stuff just dm me and i could give it right to you just we'll figure <laughs> out the cost later it's like this is generic you know <laughs> this Damn, one goes out bro. to david yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one goes out to david so <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Like, I feel all special, but it's not even the real shit. Oh, David. Yeah. Oh, David. You know, but it's, it's like, it's kind of sad, though, man, that people crave and desire that type of attention because they can't get it in real life, man. And it's like, yo, this girl I know is not like being genuine about it and I'm paying for it, but they'll still, it, it makes me feel like. They'll take it. Yeah. They'll mm. take whatever they can get, even if it costs them money, even if it's not real. That's fucking sad. And in a sense, it's like a bit of exploitation there, right? It's like really exploiting on people's loneliness and like their inability to like meet people or have sexual partners. Or they could just be pervs. I mean, that's fine too. There are some like women in the porn industry that I'll see. um, I I forgot her name, but she's young. Her name Mm -hmm. is like Lena Lana 
Lana Del something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fuck, I forgot her name. You guys probably know because I only know of her because she's getting popular on YouTube. Okay. Let me Google it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lana Del. If you look, she's fucking pretty, dude. She mm-hmm. looks like a model. Like mm-hmm. she's ice blue eyes, brunette, like fucking pretty as hell. And the only thing I think about is mm, you could have done so much more. Like, <laughs> how are you this pretty and you went straight to porn? You know, wow. I, I'm not gonna lie. I've had that thought before too. Of like seeing a porn star that's really attractive like that's pretty right and it's not like over like it's not these crazy triple details yeah. or whatever it just looks like a your nice pretty type of girl and you wonder how did you get into this line of work like that's my that's the that's a thought that i have is like how did you get into this line of work like did something happen Wait. I also think like did something happen in your life? Fuck, you fuck, know? Lana yeah. Del Rey's a musician. My bad, guys. <laughs> you said Lana Del Rey. Is like, that what you said? Yeah, yeah, that's a musician. Fucking what is her name, dude? Lana porn star. <laughs> <laughs> Lana Rhodes. I don't know who that is. Rhodes. Rhodes. <laughs> that would be a terrible. I'm gonna try to find a photo of her where she's not sucking dick. Okay, okay. well this, there's a big black dick in her ass in this one. <laughs> Let me just show you guys a regular one of her where she's just in clothes. I, well, there's I, not much. I think the reason why they get into it pretty much when they say is just, I just like sex. Yeah. yeah. Why can't yeah, I, why, that's, why not that's I just usually, get paid while doing it? Yeah. That's usually like a pretty common reason for it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's almost like me saying, yeah, I just like making videos. That's <laughs> why I got into it. There's no photo it. of her where she's just staring straight into a camera with clothes. <laughs> like it's, if, it's, if she's in clothes, yeah. it's because it's her ass and she's faced this way. I'm trying to show you guys a classy photo of her. Well, Google's algorithm knows why she searched this. Yeah. So they're, they're only going to oh, right put here. up. She looks like a supermodel. Oh, yeah. She She's does. gorgeous, do you know, dude. You, do you know who this is? No, but. She went straight. She didn't yeah, even try being like a, just I think a regular she's like 20, model. 21, 22 years old. Wow. I said Lana Del Rey. She's, <laughs> she's going to hear that. I do not do porn. And, uh, I'm a musician. But yeah, she's a porn star. Wow. But she, she went into OnlyFans. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah, she went into the OnlyFans platform. Yeah, I did not purchase hers. Right? Oh, <laughs> damn! What every time you mention OnlyFans, I've never seen. We need to move from this topic. <laughs> the OnlyFans gods are trying to wreck me right now. Though. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Every time yeah, we, we gotta talk move about, on. Yeah, we gotta move let's, on from OnlyFans. Well, let's talk bro. about. This is such a weird topic to go into right after this, but I, I don't. Like doing topics on this podcast. Well, number one, I don't really think about topics, but there are stuff that's on my mind. And if I can't really elaborate on it, it's hard for me to really form an opinion on it, right? So right now, I mean, there's always like political warfare going on in this country. But specifically, people like you should speak up about Afghanistan. This is what people have been asking in in the DMs or whatever. Mm. And, you know. Some people are getting progressively upset at me. It's like, well, this is such an injustice. Don't you talk about – first of all, I'm a fucking comic. <laughs> all right? Relax, guy. Like, hey, can you not be funny for like 20 minutes? <laughs> I know. Like you're, you're asking me to talk about some. first of all, a very, very complicated subject. And it's about something that I really don't know much about. I've seen a lot of stuff right now, but it's even hard for me to process because this has been an ongoing war that's been happening for 20 fucking years. Yeah. A 20-year war. And you want me to somehow be able to speak on this subject in a concise way in an hour? Fucking impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I have watched dozens of videos now of people in the military, people in the political space, people who live in Afghanistan, and – Everybody has a different opinion about what's going on, right? And one of the things that I found really odd, and I wonder if people feel feel this way too, just from an outside perspective for somebody who hasn't been looking into this, is that I do remember a rhetoric of people screaming, why are we in Afghanistan? This is not our war. We need to fucking leave. Like this was even like a huge part of people's like political campaign. I think it was like, for the Obama administration. Yeah. Well, it started with uh, George W., you know, ah, okay. yeah, he's the one who basically took us into Afghanistan. Yeah. Right. Um, and basically since then we've had a presence there. Right. And the whole, well, what, what they say officially anyway, the reason why we went in there is all right. So the Taliban now their rule is phased out. We're going to try to bring democracy into this region and have it be more civilized. Right. Yeah. And it really was an experiment from the start. Even government officials might have said something to the camera or, or like officially on record. But then behind closed doors, we're like, yeah, we don't know what the fuck we're doing over there. Everything, mm. everything is just an experiment right now. And, and we're just seeing it as, we, as it goes. But for me, 
the takeaway from all of this is like, okay, we shouldn't have been in there in the first place. 20 years later now, you're pulling out the fucking Taliban or, or is it the Al-Qaeda? Taliban. Taliban. Taliban, right? Yeah. Taliban is now invaded them over what? 10 days? Yeah. Right? It took, took a matter of 10 days. So fast. Yeah. Took all the tanks and, and weapons Everything. and Humvees. Everything. Now they're like, highly militarized where they have our equipment yeah exactly so so now all of the u.s soldiers men and women who have sacrificed their life their lives for the sake of duty for country what was it for what was it for ultimately then yeah well i mean it it does start much further back like i think sometime either late 70s or early 80s um, like the reagan days yeah if you see afghanistan in the 70s Mm. Democracy. They're, they're wearing like bell bottoms. They look oh, great. for real. Yeah, it wasn't always like this bombed out place. They they had a lot of prosperity, you know. Um, but Russia invaded because like they have lots of uh, what do you call it? Like uh, minerals, natural resources. Natural resources yeah, that's all why sorts we of went in there. Yeah, right? that's why we went in there too. But yeah. because when when Russia went in and invaded the U.S actually sent military funds to the uh, the government of, at that time or the rebels at that time, the Mujahideen or whatever. <coughs> and then they evolved into the Taliban. So one of the great victories is pushing out the Russians. But then now the, these militarized people, they took over the government and put on these hard, strict right. like Islamic rules on these people. Yeah. right? And then that's when the Taliban took over and just fucked shit up. And now mm. the Taliban are terrible people. Just, yeah, there. There's sure. there's no ifs or buts yeah. about it. They're yeah. terrible fucking people, and you know what though? We left them alone. It's like, oh, that's just what happened. It, it evolved after we militarized these people, right? And then what happened? <laughs> they uh, they fucking hid what's his name, Osama bin Laden, yeah. and, shit. and that's why we went into Afghanistan to find that motherfucker. Turns out he has he was in Pakistan the whole yeah. time, you know. So now, like. You know, when I was in Iraq, right, similar situation where I was in a taxi and our our driver spoke a little English. And then we were just like, I don't know why this topic came up with him, but we were like, wait, what do you think about Obama? Right. And he goes, Obama. Right. And he was George Bush. Thumbs up. We're like, why? It's like, because he got rid of Saddam. Saddam was terrible, you mm-hmm. know. And then, so he was like, Obama wants to leave. He's like, you can't leave Iraq. If you leave Iraq, civil war. That's what they said. If if U.S. leaves Iraq, it's going to be bad. Sure enough, you know, once we were heading out, that, that, and the fucking power vacuum happened, right? ISIS took over. Right. All these people were getting killed and like just terrorism and all this shit. And he wasn't kidding about that. And I think a lot of the sentiment for Afghani, Afghani people were, if the U.S. leaves, we're fucked. The Taliban are going to come in. Right. And that's exactly what happened. In 10 days. In 10 days. In 10 no days. Well, yeah. All of that got unraveled that quickly. But less that's, than two weeks. That's also because, look, the U.S. did try to train Afghan army. They tried. They tried to. Have you seen that jumping jack video? Oh, my God. You got to see that video. Have you seen that one? No. What is so that? So they're the... Like U.S. Army is trying to like train the uh, you know Afghani like army or people yeah. or whatever, right? And they're trying to have them do jumping jack, but they're they can't coordinate they the clap no and jump. No coordination, like, no rhythm. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they're doing the YMCA. And they're shit. Like, what oh the my fuck god! Is going yeah. on? But and not only that, I'm reading like they're straight up cowards. Yeah, yeah. No, even they folded, you, bro. Yeah, even though you put a gun in their hand, you put put them in uniform. As soon as the Taliban came in, they fucking dropped their weapons. They took off their shit and they jo- straight joined the Taliban. Yeah, they they're folded, just cowardly man. people. They folded yeah. right off. Wow. The well, this is the crazy thing, right? Because I, I started reading a lot of comments from what other people were saying, and there's some pretty fucking heartless people in this world because they were like, "20 fucking years of our government helping you out. This is what you do. Like, this is well, it's on you because you guys couldn't, you know, get your shit together without, you know, big old America helping you out." Well, culturally speaking, it's like. Okay, here's some other shit, right? Obviously, we can't say names, but, you know, I'm older now. And I know a lot of people who are in the military who have, you know, done service over there. Mm-hmm. And a buddy of mine, 
because <clears throat> I wanted to ask him a few questions before we even talked on this podcast because he did service over there. And he's like, you can't train some of these people. Right. Just like you said, right? Yeah. Some of these people, he says, not even some, he said, all of these people, they're not ready for this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes, when, when he goes, I knew when we backed out, they were going to be fucked. And that is the general consensus. And because I'm hearing this, obviously this is just one person who was in the military, but I've seen other people in the military talk about this, saying like they're not ready and equipped. And there are there's also other people too who they're who they're trying to because they don't like the Taliban over there. They fucking yeah. hate them. Yeah. They're they're willing to fight. But the people uh, there's other people that he's enlisted, that they've enlisted in there. Some of these people that aren't just regular civilians, some of them he says they're like fucking cowtown barbarians. Right. Like yeah. They have no sense of like human law whatsoever. They're like fucking like killing people for no fucking right. reason. That's like 20, 30 years of Taliban rule before the U.S. invaded right. in 2003. Yeah. Right? Because so, so many of these dudes our age too, they didn't know anything but Taliban. Before we continue this podcast, my brain farts, we are brought to you by Purple. Listen, I can't tell you how much I love my Purple mattress because, well, I kept it a secret. It's not a secret anymore. I've been getting the best sleep of my life because of my Purple mattress. I started loving myself by respecting my sleep. I'm not waking up wondering why my spine is twisted up like a Frito chili chip. Guess what? No more trials and tribulations for the back. Bless yourself with the Purple Mattress. Purple's technology and their products keeps me cool, supports my back, sides, hips, necks, shoulders, and it supports me emotionally now because I don't cry from the pain. <laughs> and guess what? Free shipping and returns to what you're waiting for, baby. Purple is comfort reinvented. Right now, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Go to purple.com slash brain10 and use promo code brain10. That's purple.com slash brain10 promo code brain 10 for 10 percent off any order of 200 dollars or more purple.com slash brain 10 promo code brain 10 terms apply right and all those like real kind of quote-unquote soldier warriors were already in the taliban, taliban yeah, yeah exactly you know? and, and if you need any perspective on just how terrible ta- the taliban is Watch the footage of people trying to fucking flee at the airport. Yeah. There's a reason why people try to grab onto the wheels knowing that they're probably going to die and fall off just to escape the area. That should tell you like how, how bad how it, is. Yeah. it is. They how frightening. They, they would rather die trying. You know what the worst shit about all of this is? It's a sign of the times. So the Taliban, after they take over, oh, don't worry, guys. We're going to have women reporters. Uh, everything's yeah. okay. You know, because they care about optics. Yeah. A terrorist organization That's hilarious. cares about yeah. optics in the media because they want people to invest into the country. They're talking about like China trying to appease to them. Like, hey, invest in, uh, in the country and we're, you know, we're going to build this great area and hey, yeah. women, we're going to give them, you know, rights somewhat beheading. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's going to happen I, from like time Like just watching, time. like I remember I mentioned the podcast years ago. It was like, I saw, this is during the time where, you know, internet censorship wasn't as crazy. Mm. And I clicked on this fucking video and it was a video of somebody getting beheaded. Yeah. Right. One of the most fucking, I, that shit traumatized me. Mm. Like I still can picture it in my head today like it happened yesterday. Was yeah. it the Korean dude? It was a it was a reporter of some sort, but right. he was an American American person, mm. and literally he's chanting something. I don't know what it is exactly. Grabs his head, he's screaming, yeah. And then when he saws his head, he just you hear a gurgle, gurgle, yeah. And yeah. then no more scream because he cut his vocal cords out, yeah. yeah. And that shit traumatized me, bro. And like that's kind of their reality, yeah. And then when yeah. you see these videos and these clips, and once again, this is the stuff that I'm I'm seeing online of like these women just crying. It's like you left us. Like you left us. We're 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 like sex slaves now because of you. Yeah. Like what were we supposed to do? And I think like the conversation of people saying like it's not my war, it's not my war. We already went in there. We're there. Like we're we are fucking there and we there's no infrastructure for them to kind of stand on their own two feet. And I think for us to say like like I get it too because there's also Americans too who have their who had their family in Afghanistan and they've lost these family members and like this isn't our country this isn't our war but I feel like for America because we are considered like the beacon of hope this is why we have this rhetoric in this country of pay respect to people in the military because of their service this is why we say this right yeah. it's because we take the position in this world to kind of right the evil right right because we had that type of power and you know, and I know people can say to me, "Well, why don't you fucking go?" Because I'm a comedian, <laughs> but I do support our troops. Yeah, right. I do understand their fucking service. There's a reason why when we see see military people, where we feel proud of them. 
we look at our military like, yo, these guys are actually doing great deeds. Not the assholes, but, you know, people in the military who are serving who are like Green Berets, who are Navy SEALs. We look at them with reverence because we know the stuff that they do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that like they just do what they're told to do. You know, they don't question like really the why or, or the reasoning behind it, even if that's made known to them or not. Who knows? Right. They, they could be told a lie. This is why we're going in there. Even if they think it's a lie. It's like, well, for the service of country, this is what I signed up for. This is what I need to do. And I've seen real life examples of my friends who've done Middle East tours come yeah. back with PTSD, right? And it's so shit's fucking real out there. And when I hear about some of the things that they've seen, I'm like, holy shit, man. Yeah. Like seeing their friends get blown up right in front of them. Bro, you know, buddy of my high school had to go through extensive fucking therapy. And this was so fucking sad because I didn't. You know, I'm young. I don't know what the fuck is going on, right? But this dude went to the military. He did he did a service out in the Middle East. He came back. They allowed him to come back and not be with his his I don't know I don't know the term military term the crewmates or whatever, right? Mm. And they were being deployed to do a mission or whatever. He didn't go, and he got replaced because his his uh, grandmother was sick, so they allowed him to come back to the states. And so I think she passed away to go to the funeral. Um, while he was gone, his whole platoon died, got mm. fucking blown up. Mm, got all fucking blown up. Holy shit. And he's like carrying that guilt with him. Survivor's guilt. Survivor's yeah. guilt. Yeah. He was, we were, we were kicking with him at a, at a barbecue at his place. He just flips the fuck out. Starts fucking punching the wall. Starts smashing shit, smashing yeah, ba- all the drinks and stuff. He starts bawling uncontrollably. And yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, how can I be at this barbecue? Yeah. While, while every, all, everyone else is dead. I think right. that's what it was. Like, he's yeah. like sitting here just wallowing in this guilt because he, you know, he, the only reason why he got to go home was because his grandmother passed away. Right. And then he's sitting here having beers, drinks, and food with us. And then I think when he got drunk, it just started sinking in. Like, I get to experience this, but all my friends, these are like my brother. They call them brothers. You know, yeah. they're platoon or whatever. I'm, I'm not sure the exact military term. All got wiped out. And he has to go back to that. It's yeah, like, man. fuck, man. I, I, it's no mystery that, like, the whole situation is completely fucked. And it was fucked from the beginning. Um, and now, you know… They're trying to kind of politicize this whole thing of, oh, the Republicans are like, this is Biden's fault. It's like, no, it's not fucking Biden's fault. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he is taking uh, the flack for it, you know, but this started way before Biden, yeah. right? And Trump was actually the one who wanted to accelerate moving the troops out from that area. He, he's the one that made uh, negotiations with the Taliban yeah. while excluding the Afghanistan government. The one we built. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and he made a deal with the Taliban. But why? Right. Why? Okay, so, I mean, we're, we're saying Biden just went through with Trump's deal. He mm-hmm. honored Trump's whatever mm-hmm. policy, mm-hmm. right? But why did we want to get out during that time too? You know, what I read was that they have a, like a high, they're the biggest lithium natural resource in the world apparently. And we need fucking lithium batteries. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're getting out of that. But they're also the highest producers of opium. Oh, shit. Yeah. If you if you look at the timeline, by the time when we got into Afghanistan and when the opium crisis started, <laughs> that's what happened. It's we correlates. Went, yeah. It's, like, it's not like we went to Afghanistan for the oil, went in there for their opium. Mm. And then all of these people died in America from being overprescribed opiates. That's you know? crazy, man. But now that opioid crisis has been dying down and all this stuff, and now it's like, oh, we don't need opium. <laughs> we should get out. That's the quote-unquote uh, narrative or conspiracy. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. But that's just one of the thoughts. It's just like, now we don't have any need for it. Yeah, so it's, just kind of toss them it's aside. It's such a weird, yeah. like there's so much stuff that we don't know that's going on behind the scenes that it's hard for me to, I, I mean, obviously I have a very clear opinion about the Taliban. Like, fuck them. Terrible, terrible people. But people also have to realize, too, it's like when we hear this narrative now of like, how could we leave Afghanistan? You were the ones who said we should never be there. That was the rhetoric for the past, like, I don't know, 10 years for me. I constantly remembered hearing people say, like, this is not our war. This is not our war. And then when this disaster happens, they go, I can't believe we fucking left. Hypocrites. Like, you also created this fucking narrative. And now that it's happening and you see the after effects, you don't want to take responsibility for it. It's very odd, right? It hits a little close to home because we're Korean. We're South Korean, right? No North Koreans here, right? No. <laughs> but what if the U.S. – a lot of South Koreans want the U.S. military out, right? But what if they did leave? Fucked. We're, it's fucked. Yeah. 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 Not because 
Korea's got also a shit ton of resources and one of the most strategically like um it's one of the best like what do you call it uh geography geographical it's the same, same thing for Hawaii yeah yeah it's like it's very good for the US to be in South Korea and Honestly, it's done very well for the country in itself, to be honest. Yeah. That's the hard part of thing with the conversation with Hawaii, right? Because Hawaii, even though it is considered a state to me, it's not a state of the United States. It's right. its own culture, has its own language before, you know, the U.S. got there. The hard part about that, I think for um, uh, a military buddy of mine told me was like, the hard part about that is like, yeah, I agree. Like, it's its own culture. And when we put it as a state, we're subjugating them under our rule. But I, I love the Hawaiian culture. I don't think it's a state, but even though it is, but he goes, if we leave, they're fucked. Yeah. Somebody is going to take over and they're going to put them under their rule. So who do you want to be ruled by? Because it's such an in- integral part of where it's located that yeah. everybody wants to be there. They need that. I, so for us, we're there. So it's either us or somebody else, you know? Right. And that's what he told me. Yeah. That's why trillions of dollars go into the fucking military and defense stuff, man. Because that's how you rule. That's how you fucking, you know, flex your power and, and then wave your dick size to everybody. Yeah. Like, hey, you can't fuck with us, man. Yeah. You know? You I, can't lie that you, the U.S. isn't an empire. It is. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. For sure. Everything for is sure. – there was – there's a, a book about this too where I should have read it. But it was just talking about how – War will always be around because war is profitable. It's a business. Yeah. So that's why war is here all the time. And I think like the hard thing for me to see too when I was watching this was I was was reading um, a few articles about kind of how the Taliban view women. Mm. And they're kidnapping these young 12-year-old girls to fucking breed them like they're animals. Yeah. I mean not only that. You know what they do to boys too, right? Mm -hmm. Dude, they've got – it's like – it's like – Oh, these hostess dancing boys or whatever. It's a regular thing. Like um, uh, sexually abusing young boys apparently is just rampant amongst the Taliban out there. Yeah. And like, okay, so I have a, a missionary friend who was in the military. Uh, but before he was a missionary, he was he was out there stationed in Afghanistan. And he has a story where... Um, I, I think it was a raid of some sort or whatever. And they busted in this room and there was a Taliban dude making a boy suck his dick. Oh, no. Jesus, dude. Yeah. Oh, and so no. the command leader was like, told him, get out, leave, go, hurry, leave. Right? And then he fucking choked the dude up against the wall. Right? And he looked at the entire platoon and he's like, this is what we do. Pa, pa, shot him in the dick twice. Pa, shot him in the head, killed him. That's crazy. Holy shit. You know what the craziest fucking thing about this is too? And um, I forgot who told me this. It doesn't, it doesn't really fucking matter because within their religion, right? Homosexuality is a sin. It's, yeah. a, it's a death yeah. thing. Yeah. But they don't consider that for boys. It's like he's not a man. Right. So because he's not a man, this isn't gay. Oh my so God. that's why they're having they're having oh their goodness. dicks sucked by little boys and the having sex with young gymnastics. You're doing to fucking like what the fuck is this? Yeah, like it, it's it's confusing to me that this exists, right? Like I I can't wrap my head around it. That's why when some people say they go, well, fuck America, like I'm gonna leave this country. <laughs> oh, I know, I don't mean oh, fuck no. America. <laughs> I'm catching the it's wrath. never happened before. I am catching the wrath of uh of good for the listeners yeah. who can't see the uh, genius brain logo keeps falling. falling on Ed's head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe push back more so it rests on the, the chair a little bit or maybe angle it or something. All right, yeah, there, there we go. Okay. Right. Jesus, dude, that's happened so often. I feel so bad. It's kind of hilarious. <laughs> what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> oh, and people who are like who talk about how terrible it is in this country. It's like you have no idea what it's like elsewhere. Like yeah. first the, world problems, bro. Yeah, this you know? is first world problems. You have absolutely no idea what it's like in other countries, man. In the world of the Hunger Games, this world being all about survival, we live in District One. Yeah, <laughs> we have it really good. You, yeah, dude, did I say this story? When when I was oh my god, let Sorry. me figure this shit out. It's perfect time for an ad break. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Oh yeah, but I I don't know who who exactly um, if I have ever told the story before, but there was uh, a girl. This was in college in Riverside. Um, this is just kind of like the narcotic situation out in Mexico. This is a true fucking story too. This is not hearsay. Um, even though I said so, when I was in college. 
uh, one of my roommates told me this. So he used to go to a church. Uh, when he went to this church, they were like mourning over the loss of this of this young girl, right? So they went on to a, a missionary trip, and we're not staying in the resorts in these missionary trips. I didn't go to this missionary trip in Mexico, but uh, did you go to on any uh, Mexico mission oh, trips? Yeah, no. Plenty, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And so we we go to Tijuana, and it's it's super <clears throat> bad out there, just yeah. desolate, crazy. Well, this girl went off somewhere. I don't know what happened, but she got caught by the uh, the fucking the, the mob, cartel. the mob, the cartel. Mm, there yeah. you go. Disappears, whatever. And this was on the news. You might even be able to find an article about this. But long story short, this girl got caught by the cartel. They asked for a certain amount of money to get her back, right? The church can only raise half the money. They said, thank you for whatever, whatever the money that they got. They fucking cut her body and have to give her half of it back. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> shit. Like, this is a true fucking story. This, this actually happened. So this is the world that other people live in. So when we talk about this country and kind of like, no, fuck this country. I'm going to go somewhere else. Where are you going to go? Like yeah. we we do have a lot of first world problems here. Yeah, we have a lot of real problems here that we need to solve. Um, specifically, we've seen that with. I mean, we're talking about Asian attacks. We're talking about you know uh, you know the Black American persecutions. We have all these issues, right? But when, when somebody says I'm leaving this country to go elsewhere, I'm like, where are you going to go? Like I I never talk shit about this country. I love this fucking country. I'm a yeah. fucking American. I understand like the blessings and the privileges that we have here. It's fucking nuts. When you, when you hear the story about like Afghanistan, I can't wrap my head around somebody coming into a place, kidnapping my daughter and turning her into a sex slave so she can breed more Taliban soldiers. Right. I can't imagine that happening here. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you that's can't the reality. Do anything about it. Nothing. You can't you can't report it. There's nobody who's going to help you out there. It's a reality yeah. for people out there. It's just like, yo, your daughter got snatched and that's that. You ain't going to do shit about it. And if you do, you die. Your whole bloodline dies, yeah. matter of fact. Not just you. Yeah, you wouldn't believe. Like, I don't know if you heard any of the Yunmi Park podcast. She's oh, been God. around recently. Yeah. Made she definitely me realize, got a lot of surgery done. That's yeah, for sure. yeah. <laughs> she, but made me realize I'd never had a bad day in my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. It's hard to have that perspective when your reality is not that. Yeah. Right? I mean, people don't understand that life is cheap in a lot of parts of the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's so dispensable. Like, I don't like you. Boom. Yeah. Dude, Dead. there was an article that we did on JK News years ago about these girls who, who I think they went to Colombia or Argentina, right? And I think like the locals told them, hey, you don't go outside at night, especially if you're a woman. Bad things are going to happen, right? Yeah. They were in like short shorts and skirts, like whatever. Like fucking, I'm a woman. People need to respect me to be a woman. <laughs> it's like, yeah, in the United States, you're oh damn straight. God. You and can't it, have that everywhere, Like, man. yes, that is what we want and that is what is right. That is not the reality in that country. I think right. those girls either got robbed or they got raped or something. It was terrible. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, just kind of listening to that, I'm like, D -d -d you, you're not in the States. Like – how do you not how, how could you not wrap your head around that? It's like these like that that white dude who went to vacation in North Korea for some fucking reason. Yeah, and then, the and then he, thing. yeah, he tore he tore down a picture of Kim uh Kim Jong uh un and they fucking beat the shit out of him until he came back to America brain dead. Yeah. You know, and then he died, you know. Well, they, like they, like you said, life is so cheap. When when I was in Iraq, um we were you know, I was telling you how I'd go to these people's houses for dinner all the time. And it was just so awesome. Like whether it was their whole family or some of their friends would come in, be like 20 people in a room having dinner or whatever. Right. And we were supposed to go over like some other day for dinner and we're right outside the neighborhood. And the guy who's been t inviting us because he speaks English, he's like, hey, don't go in there yet. And we're like, why? What's going on? Oh, my, my neighbor, he, he, he got an argument and he, the neighbor shot him in the head. It's oh, like shit. fucked up, and I'm like, what? Oh my god! And he was like, kind of smiling, like, yeah. oh, it's fucked up, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yes, <laughs> like, fucked up. Yeah. What you mean, fucked up? He's that like, is terrible. Yeah, we'll, we'll go later. <laughs> like, like, oh this is god. why we don't argue over here. Yeah. We have very friendly conversation. Yeah, I mean, and I met a guy. Uh, he spoke really great English because he watched Friends, right? Hilarious. And he dresses up like fucking Joey. Or yeah, he looks like his hairstyle, the oh, yeah, fucking jacket, funny. and everything. His, his reference of America is through yeah, friends. Through friends. Yeah. And then I'm like, dude, you like you speak English so well. Da da da. Like, um, you know, what do you find? Do you have a girlfriend? You know, just trying to get to know him. But when I mentioned girlfriend, he was like, yeah, I used to have a girl. He just went real something used to, and yeah, and, and what I basically learned was that I think because he was 
having sexual relations or whatever with this girl, her father beat the shit out of him and honor killed his girlfriend, just killed her, murdered her. Wow. Dude, I, con- yeah. Dude, you know those, what I'm saying? Those honor killing stuff too, by the way, it's kind of crazy because, you know, I, like I said, I don't know much about the religion. But they'll have issues like that even when they immigrate somewhere else, like in like the UK or yeah. somewhere else. They'll do honor killings. And there's like these cases of like this person's daughter's missing and they found out the father killed her because, you know. And he felt super righteous. About yeah. He it. goes, what's like, well, I have to follow the rules in this country. So I have to hide it. But I have to honor kill her now because she had premarital sex. Yeah. Yeah. So I, let's make an important distinction here, though, too, like within the Muslim religion. <laughs> that's not spread oh, yeah, yeah, these Muslim. are extremists yeah, you know? yeah yeah it's it's yeah these are crazy people crazy people will be crazy no matter what it doesn't yeah, matter like, what color age religion you're just crazy it's the fanatic religious people yeah, yeah. That, that tend to do this right because though you know like even within the christian religion there's people who take it very absolutely. fucking extreme yeah, absolutely they lock their fucking kids in a room yeah you know make sure that they never see fucking daylight never touch a boy or girl or anything like yeah. that you yeah. see that shit all the time we grow up, we grow up fucked up because how we grew up in church too, right? Yeah. We were like learning all this new shit later into our twenties because we were so sheltered from sex or yeah. even <laughs> rated our movies. Later. Yeah. He did yeah. his dirt yeah. found God in my twenties, bro. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, but yeah, like I mean, just saying all this crazy shit just to say, look, man, we live in America, and we're gen like relatively okay, right? We're relatively you know, free, you know, compared to the rest of the yeah. world. And, you know, I, I've said this where I truly believe, like people, we have this concept and idea of what the American dream is, right? And I think like the u- universal thing when it comes to like the American dream is that we have this freedom of choice. We get to choose what we want to be. Right. We get to choose with, whether somebody touches us, whether they get to have a say over our body, our mind, our voice. That's that's what being an American is. For sure. Yes. And, and I think that's something that we easily take for granted because, again, that's just our everyday. That's a mm-hmm. reality, right? Like, for example, people in other countries where human rights is not even a thing. They're not <laughs> what looking is this at, human rights yeah, you speak of? Yeah. They're not looking at the persecution of other people like, oh, that's so wrong. It's like, oh, yeah, they're just weird. So that's what happens to weird people. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's they, they, they get imprisoned or they die. That's just what happens. Don't do that then. Dude, it's that easy. Yeah. Man, I… I had a buddy who um, was working as a scout for somebody who uh, did VC shit, uh, venture capital shit. Mm-hmm. And he was in uh, Tanzania or Tanzania. Mm-hmm. Bro, like I didn't know this. And he, as he's telling me this fucking story, I got to get him on the podcast to talk about the shit. But he was telling me like how they have different rules over there, right? Like in some of these villages and like and to them, it's like their metropolitan uh, cities and stuff. He said he witnessed somebody trying to steal a cell phone uh, and cell phones to people out there is like a lifeline. Mm. Like that is fucking important to them. It's like their whole everything. And if you have a cell phone, you do everything through that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you just get a cell phone the next day you can get a new one. So somebody in the scooter tried to swipe the cell phone away from somebody. Swiped it, right? Well, a bunch of the villagers saw it. They just started grabbing rocks and chucking at this person on the bike. Knocks them off, off the scooter or the bike. Yeah, Grabs the person. They have like in this, they have a bunch of like a junkyard with a bunch of tires. They stack tires up around this guy as they beat the shit out of him. Stack tires up, gasoline, lit him on fire. Wow. Oh my God. For stealing While he's the cell inside phone. The, the stacked tires. In the, sta- in the tires. He said yeah. he heard this dude scream as wow. he died, as he burned to death. Wow. This is while he was, he was in that country. That's crazy. I got to get him on the podcast to talk. Yeah, I know what you're talking. Yeah. About. yeah. Our friends. crazy. Yeah. Who got stabbed nine times. Yeah. Right? In K-Town. Yeah, survived. T- oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He told me that, that he witnessed somebody get fucking burned alive for stealing a fucking cell phone. Yeah. And that's before the officials come because there's no officials. The, the village is the rule that we are the law. Dude, that, but that's why, I'm, that's why motherfuckers here are so soft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're growing up in this fucking pampered, sheltered environment thinking, oh, you know, fucking feel sorry for me because I feel hurt right now because they won't answer my my text to them. Like, dude, bro. Yeah, somebody else your age who steals a candy bar will have their hand chopped exactly, off. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. man. But again… It's hard for them to have perspective, which kind of blows my mind because it's like we have this technology now for you to be up to date with what's going on in the world. But no, nah, I'm going to use it to watch TikTok videos and try to hit up you know people on DMs. Yeah. Like, 
come on, man. If you want to be more educated and use this technology to your advantage, learn about what's going on in the world so you get more perspective on how fucking good you have it here, man. Yeah. It's yeah. not that bad. If you have clothes on your back, if you have food on the table and a roof over your head, you're doing better than probably like 80% of the world. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's facts, right? Yeah. That's why I suggest everyone to listen to those Young Me uh, part yeah. podcasts, oh. man. You literally just feel like, my life is okay. Right. Yeah. Dude, even listening to Francis Ngannou's story. All right? Day. Like, yeah. that's fucking wild, man. <laughs> Francis Ngannou is so funny because he's telling this crazy shit in the most somber, yeah. somber yeah. voice. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah. But I had to wake up in the morning and somebody would make sure I had dinner, but I had no food. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, bro, what are you talking about? He just talks about it like it's so matter of fact. Dude, this fool said that they would be in sand dunes to travel across because he, he had to leave where he was from. Yeah. Yeah. And then these women would be holding their children and they would get so tired. They would just have to toss their kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he's telling it in the most, he was like, your arms get tired and you have to let go of the children. <laughs> what in the fuck world did you live in that's why like when you watch joe rogan like his facial reaction when francis he just kind of like yo (laughs) like the young me park story too like i remember this one part where she was talking about he goes like well what about your family when you left she's like i can't tell my family that i'm going to leave because if i if they know and they have intel they're going to kill my whole family. Yeah. And even then, if I leave, I don't know if they're, they're going to survive or not. Not only your family, the next generation. Yeah. The generation your after that. Line, your your blood whole line. bloodline is fucking yeah. done. Yeah. If you get caught and they know, you know. And then North Korea tries to do this job of like, hey, everybody. Everything is so <laughs> no, good here. Yeah. You know. North have, Korea oh, number one. <laughs> man, their propaganda is so hilarious. Well, that's man. why that. Remember that show? Like, Mario loved this show. And a lot of people love the show. It was that show where um, it was this reporter or this like corporate woman. She ends up in North Korea. Oh, Lisa Ling's sister. No, but right. this is a Korean drama. Oh, it's a dra- oh, okay. Oh, I haven't no, seen I it. Don't it's know. a Korean drama. Yeah. I forgot what it's called, but it was the most popular drama during pandemic. It's on Netflix. Mm. But this girl ends up in North Korea. She falls in love with a North Korean soldier. <sighs> that shit infuriated me because what? of how desolate it is over there. It's like, how are you going to make a love story about this shit, you yeah. fucking <laughs> vapid human beings? But you know, for other people, when they watch it, they're like, oh, look at that. But they're talking about how bad it is over there. Yeah, yeah. these North Korean soldiers who look like models with makeup on their face, the fuck out of here, dude. No, man. man. They're stone cold killers. Yeah, man. exactly. Let me, t- let me tell you how ridiculous this drama is. You know how she ended up in North Korea? Wow. She was paragliding and a tornado hit her and she flew into North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> are, is, is, are tornadoes even a thing for the geographic location? I don't, I, don't yeah. I don't think so. I it don't flew, think there's tornadoes. It flew her over the yeah. DMZ and she landed there. If it was think, a monsoon, it would yeah, make a little right. more sense. That would make more sense. <laughs> Do you know what would happen in real life? Somebody would shoot her ass down yeah. the street. Exactly. Yeah. Dude. If you're a South Korean pig, how they would call you, you are dead on sight, bro. Yeah. You, the moment your fucking footsteps into that territory, you are dead on sight. When we talk no about question. like freedoms too, this is why people were so upset about the uh, the mandatory COVID vaccine, mm. right? Because it's pretty fucking un-American. Uh, don't and, even get me started. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, oh, let's get started. Let's oh, get started. Man. Because well, this is the, the thing too. It's like, I, I, I 100% believe in the vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. Like I got the vaccine immediately. Yeah. I'm going to get the booster. Nothing's really happened to me. Now it's like FDA, you know, approved yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I think like it becomes problematic when the government says, hey, you can't go into restaurants. You can't go into gyms. You can't go into places of business or anywhere unless you get vaccinated. This is where it gets dicey, right? Yeah. Especially when we talk about Americans and government rule being, you're, you're forcing your hand into people's lives like that. That's when you people are going to feel a certain way, Right. right. And even for me, as somebody with the vaccine, I can't agree with that. Like, it's hard for me to agree with that. I get it. I understand. But there's choice here. You take away choice from us, that's when it becomes problematic. Yeah, I mean, that's not something the government necessarily needs to step and do because uh, step in and do because the businesses have been doing it themselves anyway. Yeah, it's like you know, if they're a private business, they can refuse service for yeah, not wearing a mask or if you're not vaccinated, even yeah. right. And so. Yeah, for the for it to become like a government mandate, I that's a little bit far for sure. But if you're a private business, you're free. To you have do the it. choice to do it. Yeah. So I don't understand why they thought that that would be a good fucking idea. I think they're just trying to prevent 
stupid people from killing themselves, right? Yeah. Like, you, know, you don't have to do that. Let natural, you know, yeah, you guys exactly. call it natural selection, natural right? Natural selection. Dude, you hear about the Hillsong guy? No. Dude, the Hillsong guy who was making all these jokes about uh, COVID and the vaccine, right? When all of his tweets were like, he had a tweet where it's like, I got 99. No, no. He said, I got 99 problems, but the vax ain't one. And all this shit, right? This is like prominent Hillsong LA dude. Um, and then he catches COVID, mm. right? And it gets so bad, he's admitted to, uh, ironically, the corona, like the hospital's called the corona. You know, there was a city in a uh, corona, yeah. Corona, yeah, yeah. It's, corona, yeah. It's like a corona hospital or something. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then he's tweeting about, God, I need your prayers. I, I have faith and da, 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 all these things. And then his, one of his last tweets are like, they're going to, uh, what is that? Put him in a ventilator, but uh, where they're going to put him in a coma or some shit. Oh, like, I don't shit. know when I'm going to wake up. Two days later, he dies. <gasps> yeah. Really? Yeah. Now Hillsong people were sending out their tweets of like love and like, no, you no, know, no, so no, sad. No, no, no. But it was like, dog, this guy was making fun of all this shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's like, now this guy looks like a fool. Your name as an organization looks even more foolish and all this stuff. Like, like what did you think was going to happen? Now that guy had his fucking freedom of choice, did he not? And it's maybe it's they're trying to prevent all that dumb shit from happening. For sure, but for sure. Is like you said, is it the government's responsibility to prevent stupid people from killing themselves? Right. It is and, not. And, <laughs> yeah. and that's why when you see people who were anti-vaxxers for whatever reason, whether it's political, religious, personal reasons, and they end up in the ICU and then you, they get interviewed. Please, guys, this is serious. Yeah. Please get vaccinated. I didn't think this was real. And it's like, oh, now we should fucking care about like what I you said, did, you know? People have their opinions about the vaccine. They're like, how do you know it's working? Blah, 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 blah. I'm okay with them thinking that, though. I actually have no ill will towards you at all. You can yeah. do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm just going to do what I have to do, right? If I take the vaccine because I, I want to, you know, travel more freely, I don't want to get sick and I'm scared that my parents are going to die. I'm I'm okay with taking the vaccine. Mm, yeah. I have absolutely no fucking problem. But the funny thing is when I see somebody out there that's so adamant, like, fuck the vaccine. I'm not going to take it. Like, blah, blah, God's going to save me. My my true vaccine is Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> right? I've seen that. I've and, seen there, that. and this guy's now tweeting, I need you to pray for me. There's no prayers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> There's no prayers for you at all. Absolutely not. You just literally, you have to die on the hill, that the hill that, you made, yeah. that you're standing on. Yeah. yeah. And is that how Jesus works? If... 10,000 people pray for me, then I'm going to be healed? Is that if how I works? get 10,000 tweets, Jesus Christ is going to save me. The power of my followers. The yeah. more followers I have, Jesus will listen. I swear. No, you got to lay in the bed that you made. That's what it yeah. is. I mean, look, man. I think people need to understand there's repercussions for the decisions and the actions you, know, you do. And it's like, well, if you don't do that, for whatever reason, maybe you even think COVID is a hoax and you don't believe that this is real. And the vaccine is a way for the government to implement, uh, implant a chip in you so they could track you. Right. That's yeah. that's one of the conspiracy theories, too. You, you, nobody you get that yeah. track 5G you, signal, bitch. though. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and, and, and then you get COVID. I mean, God forbid you fucking die. But at the same time, it's like, yo, man. What else did you expect was going to happen? But here's how you know that argument's already fucking stupid because these are tracking devices in our hands <laughs> exactly. right now. Dude, Everybody's phone is a tracking device, I man. literally said compost yesterday, seven ads about fucking composting. Yeah. <laughs> You're already being tracked. Your fingerprint's on your exactly. face. Oh, it's man. already done, exactly. dude. We're going to get all these OnlyFans ads now. Too. I know, right? About. If you have used Google and Amazon, your information <laughs> It's everywhere, man. Also, too, who the fuck do you think you are? Nobody gives a fuck about yeah. you like that. Why do that? they want to track you? What, why are you so special? Yeah. You know? Because you're Jim Bob out in the yeah. Midwest. I don't want the you government know? to know I was at Walmart last Saturday. <laughs> I want them to know I'm over here on OnlyFans. Yeah. They <laughs> already know, ridiculous. bro. They already know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, man, it's, it's, it's hard when you're talking about like, kind of the long arm of the government and where you should draw the line, um, especially with something that can potentially save lives. But at the same time, yeah, this country is about choice. It's about freedom of choice. And so when something does actually infringe on that, right? Suggesting you wear a mask is not infringing on your rights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it's a suggestion. If you don't want to do it, okay. But don't be in the fucking hospital bed on your deathbed being like, 
oh, please have sympathy for yeah. me because I didn't wear the mask. Yeah. I didn't believe it. And you're also not entitled to go get some froyo if they have a mask policy. Exactly. You know, that's a private business too. Exactly. They can, they have exactly. every right to kick you yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, it's like the whole no shirt, no service po- uh, policy. I will right? say this though. One thing that I do enjoy about the mask that I will be doing even if, uh, you know, we co- get out of this. Thing, yeah. I'm always going to wear a mask when I'm on a plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I think you know incorporating mask into life has become like a lot of Asian people do that, and now I know why. It's because when you fall asleep, your fucking mouth is open. Yeah. <laughs> like I, every time I fell asleep, I woke up just with dry mouth, yeah. and I'm like, oh, somebody had to smell this throughout that, this whole flight. Yeah, that air just gets circulated. Yeah, yeah. It's like, just recirculated. Not only just... that, I have never smelled smelled someone else's breath for the past year. Yeah, that's true. That I can only smell. I know when my breath yeah, is bad. You're like, ooh, I gotta, <laughs> you know. Because like, if I'm on a plane and I'm chilling, I'm eating, then I won't have it on. I guess like once everybody gets vaccinated or we get, we're in control of this of this virus. But the moment that I start feeling sleepy, mass is going on, and I'm knocking yeah. out. I don't want nobody breathing that but, shit. But right. you know, the thing is too, though, that is why we're in the situation that we're in because of freedom of choice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. because with that comes entitlement. With that, you know, comes all these crazy ideas of like what they can't, what they should or shouldn't do and what their right is. And if something infringes on those rights, that's why like what? I think 50, 50 odd percent of the country is fully vaccinated. Yeah. And we're probably never going to make like noticeable uh, progress past that. Yeah. Because the other half is like, nah, that fucks with my rights and my yeah. beliefs, man. That's why I think it's a conspiracy that. You know, I mean, we know now that it came out of a lab, mm-hmm. but I think it's a conspiracy to kill dumb people. You yeah. Know? <laughs> to just get just rid of dumb let people. Let it run its course, man. Yeah. We're going to have to do a little hurt thinning here. You know, Possibly, quite possibly. Yeah. But if they survive it, they become stronger, dead, dumb people. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I know somebody who actually had the vaccine and then caught COVID. So, yeah, oh, yeah, but, yeah, but that's the thing too. It's like, I, I just don't like misinformation on both sides, right? Yeah. Because, you know, people hear that and they go, see, it's not going to stop you from getting COVID. Nobody said it would. Yeah, that's no. not the point. It's so that yeah. you don't fucking die, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what, dude, my uh, friend's younger sister, she had a breakthrough case where uh, she was fully vaccinated. She caught COVID and she had really bad symptoms, you know? It, it's, it's happening these days too. Yeah. So like, yeah, COVID, getting the vaccine doesn't say that you're not going to get COVID, that you're 100% immune to getting it now. It just means if you do get it, chances are your symptoms are going to be much milder. Yeah. But there are the breakthrough cases too that where you can have pretty bad symptoms and still end up in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like the same situation with the flu though, right? Yeah, exactly. So exactly. It, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like I, I personally think you should get the vaccine. Like there's no, I mean, it's, it's FDA approved now. Or it's going to be real soon. No, Pfizer. Yeah, Pfizer's. Pfizer's Pfizer got is. FDA. Yeah, it's yeah. FDA approved. Yeah. Shit, which is I what got you, Moderna. I got Moderna too. <laughs> oh, I got Pfizer. You fucking mutant. Uh, shit. <laughs> well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. A little heavier on this one, except for the first half. <laughs> <laughs> the OnlyFans conversations. Yeah, and then this fucking tree right here. I know that's just hilarious, head, bro. Well, you guys can catch Ed Park at Ed Park VP. You can catch Ed Drick at Ed2, and you can cop your gear at Secret Society. That's S-C-R-T-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y dot com, my friends. Yes, sir. And we yeah. will see you all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.